Hey, and welcome back to Get Outside with Kids. On this week's episode, Kate and I want to talk about, well, something a little bit unsavory, but necessary part of the parenting journey. And that is, what do you do when your kid's potty training and you still want to get outside with your kids? I know a lot of parents who potty trained and were confined to the house for in some cases, weeks, and they didn't go anywhere because they were potty training, potty training, potty training, trying to get their kid to get it. I'm using air quotes, which I think is, you know, it's very admirable that people are that committed to it. But by the end of it, the parents were going absolutely crazy, (laughs) totally crazy. They were like, this is not sustainable. And the kid hasn't even got it. Nothing's twigged in the kid's brain and we still haven't got there. And we're all going crazy because we're bouncing off the walls. So I think there's like ways to be able to potty train and still have some fresh air and still get some activity in your day. And, you know, I think a lot of that comes down to what you define as being potty trained as a starting point. I thought being potty trained meant that your kid never, ever had accidents. (laughs) It's hilarious to think of now because kids have accidents for a long, long time, right? They continue to have accidents for a while after they've, you know, finished going through that intensive period. But I, I like to think of being potty trained as I, the parent, can take my kid out confidently. And when you feel like you can do that, I feel like that's potty trained and they still have accidents. They still might have heaps of accidents, but you know how to manage it. You're having some success sometimes. So anyway, I feel like that's a useful place to start is to think you don't have to wait until it's a hundred percent accurate <laughs> and a hundred percent perfect before you try and get outside. Kate and I, obviously from listening in, we each have two children each. Um, and I've, I've potty trained boys only and Kate has potty trained girls only. Um, and so we'll dive into a little bit of that. And some of the, obviously the logistics that are different than training <laughs> uh, different genders. It's funny because I feel like there's all these stereotypes around potty training. And I was always told like, oh, boys are so much harder to potty train. And I mean, I've only had boys, so I don't have an ABA analysis here. But in my head, I was like, I am a girl and peeing outside or anywhere, obviously not in your own home toilet is logistically complicated. Meanwhile, the boys over here, I mean, they're kind of set up to pee in other places, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So like, I can't understand why potty training a boy would be harder. Like they got the apparatus right out there, uh, ready to go, you know? So I never found it quote unquote, more challenging because again, I didn't have girls to potty train, but I never found it challenging to begin with. Um, So Kate and I both trained our children around the same age, although Kate, actually you went even earlier than me. Mine were both two-ish, like just one was just before two, one was just after two. And Kate actually started the journey um, a little bit earlier than that. So wherever you are on the spectrum of potty training, um, you know, you'll do it at the time that's right for your family, but that was kind of the time that was right for us. We'll talk about a few resources first, and then we'll get into the outside part because there's whole books and heaps of places you can go and read all about potty training and a method that might work for you. Um, A book that I read that I really liked because it's really funny because let's be honest, potty training, you're going to have to laugh sometimes because it can feel really stressful that sometimes you're going to have to find something to take the edge off and just remind yourself like this is a normal part of parenting. Literally all parents at some point potty train their children. No one's got it down better than you. And so the book that I read was called, literally it's called, Oh Crap Potty Training. (laughs) We'll link to it in the show notes. And it's really great. It's kind of a three-day method with a a little bit more robust than that, but mostly it's like 
a sanity check for parents, which I found just quite funny and quite reassuring. I used a, um, a different book as well. Like Jen said, there's tons of these books out there and, and guides and now a lot of courses as well. Um, so the one I used was called The Tiny Potty Training Book. And I really liked it. Um, like Jen said, I, I potty trained my kids when they were, I think, 18 and 20 months, um, just something that I chose to do. And I think partly inspired by my parents who, when my older sister was 18 months, my parents traveled a lot. And so they had a three-year-old, my brother, and an 18-month-old, my, my sister, and they were traveling through Africa. And they said they got off the plane in one of these places and went to buy diapers or nappies for my sister, who was 18 months. And they didn't have disposable ones at the time. This is going back a while. This is the 80s, early 80s. There were no diapers or nappies to buy, none. So they were like, well, I guess we're potty training. <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> they have these great stories of my sister, you know, driving around um, and they're pulling over to the side of the road so that she can use the little potty. But I think I'd always kind of had it in my head that I wanted to potty train my kids quite early. And the tiny potty training book was great for that by Andrea Olson. I know that there's a lot of other courses around, like one of our favorite parent support um, accounts, Big Little Feelings, launched a potty training course recently as well. And I bet that'd be good. They, they get a lot of really great feedback on their courses. Um, but basically there's lots of different methods out there. And you've just got to choose one that kind of resonates with you and with your sort of parenting style. Some of them are like, you're going to be done in three days. Others are like, we're going to take two years to get to the end point. And it's really up to you. Like you can choose either extreme or somewhere in the middle. Uh, you can mix and match from different ones. But the good news is whatever you choose, you will make it through at some point. Your kid will learn to use the potty um, and you do not have to be confined to the house the whole time. I think the biggest thing is mindset for the parent if you decide that you're going to potty train and you do it, you will potty train. If you decide you're going to, I'm using air quotes here, try potty training and see how it goes and test it. It's not going to work because you're either potty training or you're not. There's not really a gray area in between. Um, we did introduce the idea of potty training to our children, probably from the age of one. We had a potty out. It was there but I was not calling that time potty training. The potty was available to use, but we were not potty training. The day we decided today we're potty training, that was it. The diapers were away, except for overnight. Diapers were gone. There was no going back, no matter what happened. No diapers were available. And we were just like, we're just potty training. And I just embraced that things would be covered in pee for a while. And we just did more laundry. I don't know. That was kind of just <laughs> our rip it off like a Band-Aid method. Like we do a lot of laundry anyways. What's an extra load here and there? It's funny though, because when I was potty training my first daughter, my eldest daughter, I, w I had sleepless nights. I was so worried, particularly around the daycare piece. Second time round, I honestly barely thought about it because what I realized is for us, the biggest impact of having a kid have an accident was wet pants. And it's actually worse to have wet pants inside your house because generally they're sitting on something like they're sitting on the carpet when they pee their pants or they're sitting on the couch. It's the worst on, you know, a cushion and it goes all the way through or actually even worse than that. They're sitting on your neighbor's couch and they I pee. I was going to say, um, my kids that, that one time came at your neighbor's house. <laughs> if that neighbor's listening in right now, she knows You're who listening. she is. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> So sorry about that time. <laughs> but if you're outside, the only thing that gets wet when they pee is their pants because they're probably sitting on the ground or on a log or they're running around. So it's actually lower impact if you go outside. It feels scary because you're away from the toilet. But, you know, there are ways to, to be outside, to take a little potty with you. 
definitely put the potty in the bottom of a stroller when we've been out for a walk. And the freedom that you have then and the feeling of, you know, what we always talk about, a bit of fresh air, a little bit of activity. You don't have to be confined to the house to when you're going through potty training and it can be a lot more fun to try and do it outside. I think particularly with boys, right, Jen, they have a lot more fun with, yeah. uh, with learning how to aim, for example. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, if you're listening in and you're a boy parent, like, so we have this thing that we call it the pee pee tree, right? So when our boys were potty training um, and you're trying to encourage them, you know, to, to pee at a regular interval so they don't wet their pants, we would just go and look for a pee pee tree. I mean, the thing is, if your kid's between like, you know, one to probably four ish, peeing outside is totally fine. It's kind of adorable when a little two-year-old boy pulls down their pants and, and pees on your front yard tree. As an adult, do not recommend doing this. Your neighbors will not appreciate it. Uh, oh, there's just some dude peeing on the tree out the I front. Mean, oh, whatever. He had to relieve himself. Don't recommend. <laughs> um, so I feel like, again, as a boy parent, we were able to do stuff outside pretty quickly because I was like, look, if you got to go, here's the tree. So we kind of had two methods, like in, in like days one to three, like literally the days we had started, we stayed a bit closer to home, but we were definitely outside. And what we did to Kate's point, we were just outside playing kind of on our street and we had our little potty right there um, to kind of encourage them to use it. And yep, they peed their pants. No big deal. That's okay. Got a new pair of pants on, just hose down the driveway, hose them down. And if you can time this with summer, even better. This worked out well for our second kid. Obviously, sometimes your schedules just don't align. But for our second kid, we're like, we're definitely doing it in the summer this time for exactly this reason, because he's just in shorts. Shorts are really easy to pull down real quick if they're making like their little potty dance. Um, and we were able to kind of just get more time outside. And it just feels more relaxing to be like, we're still doing the potty training. We're still watching for the potty signs. But like to Kate's point, they're not going to pee on the couch if they're outside in your backyard or on a driveway or at a park close by. Yeah. Our second kid um, was in the summer and it was great too. You know, she could, and I mean, if they're, if you're in the privacy of your own garden or in a, in a neighborhood where you feel uh, safe enough to do that, your kids can be naked, half naked anyway, and who cares? <laughs> You can, oh, yeah. there's, then there's actually no implication to them having an accident. I used to beat myself up when my kids had an when my older kid had an accident. Like, oh, I've failed. I, she's not really potty trained. I've done a bad job of this. Now, whatever. Like, it does it. It's not a reflection of you and your parenting. It's just part of the journey. And every time they have an accident, it's just a way for them to a way for you to talk to them again about the fact <laughs> it's not where they go to the bathroom. Um, so I think that's just like an, a little adjustment that happened in my head. And you know, once you're outside running around without pants in the summer in Vancouver, I should say, is better. If you're in Australia running around without pants on in the summer, for example, your kid might get a sunburned bum. So it might actually be the opposite. <laughs> actual problem there, like an actual problem in Australia. Um, so yeah, so if you can time it with summer, great. I'm We're a big fan of just bringing the potty with us everywhere too. Um, and Kate, you had one that actually was like, um, like a little seat that actually went in your car with you as well. So tell us about that one. Because again, boys probably don't need this version because they can pee anywhere. But if you've got girls, I think having one of these ones really worked for you. Yeah, the one we had this little portable potty seat so it went on a toilet but you could also kind of fold the sides down so if you're outside just in the bushes it's sort of like a seat with a big hole in the middle of it um but it folded down into your backpack so we were able to take that with us even hiking sometimes and then they can kind of sit down a little bit because with girls what you're normally doing is you're trying to sort of dangle them if you have girls you know what i'm getting <laughs> if you're a girl you'll also know what i'm getting at here <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> They can't really squat instinctively to do this. So you've got to sort of angle them down 
down. And if they can actually sit down properly on something, it's a lot easier. So that really helped. It's called the Potet Plus, I think. I'm pretty sure we got ours at Superstore in Canada. But yeah, that was great. So you could use it like if you're out at a public toilet and it makes the seat much smaller so that they could sit on it. But also when you're out in the forest or whatever. Um, we now keep, a, a, even now, um, and our kids are fully potty trained, although my second daughter has a lot of accidents still, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> we keep a little Ikea potty in the back of um, our car as well at all times. I think it's like the $4 one from Ikea. Um, and that has saved us a number of times when you're like, we're not going to make it to a gas station or something. We're not going to be able to pull over at a restaurant. We'll just, but we've got the potty here. So yeah, those two things have been really great for us to have. Um, I think the other thing with girls as well is just you've got to practice that sort of dangle, I'm going to call it, where you're kind of <laughs> you've got them under their arms <laughs> and just trying to sort of angle them. I actually read a really funny post the other day by a skier, an adult, a fully grown adult, a mother herself, I think, Ingrid Backstrom, who's like one of the coolest skiers, I think. Oh, she's yeah, awesome. Yeah. She's kick-ass. I've met her once and I, I think she's really cool. So anyway, cool. Ingrid Backstrom uh, was talking about how she once wore a one-piece snowsuit um, up the mountain and, you know, she's a big mountain skier and she pulled down her one-piece suit to pee and peed straight into the hood of her one-piece snowsuit. <laughs> oh, no, the worst. Because <laughs> they're like fully waterproof. It didn't escape. Like that's- Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, that's just to give you an idea that if an adult can do that, a kid can definitely do that. They can pee straight into their shoes. So there's a lot of angling there where you like sort of dangle the kid, you, the girl, uh, you hook their feet up, like put their feet up on something like a rock and then make sure their bum is lowered. <laughs> then they don't pee straight down their pants. We might need a diagram in the show it. notes, Kate, like a little, a little stick diagram. Of it doesn't take here. long to realize what you're doing wrong. You know, like if they're peeing downhill, they'll pee into their shoes. Another reason why some is great because they might be wearing like water shoes or something like that where you can just kind of hose them down and it's not the end of the world. Whereas if it was like winter boots and they peed into their winter boots, that would suck. Yeah, we actually, so around the same time, because our kids are similarly aged, all three of us were actually potty training our kids and we were on a camping trip together. So there was three couples camping together, um, six kids total. So three big kids and then the three littles and the littles were the ones doing the potty training. And so picture we've got three little kids and we all, of course, had brought our like, I think like the same Ikea potty, very similar potty. So, so when we're all having dinner together, everyone's got three potties at the campsite lined up. And I think at one point, all three were being used by all three children. Like it was like <laughs> a running joke that of course, as soon as you sit down for dinner, you finally cooked a meal for camping. Everyone's got to go number two. And so every parent's rushing a kid off to their respective potty right beside the dinner table, because that's what you do. <laughs> Yeah, I think in those situations, it can feel like I've said, I felt, I felt really stressed about potty training the first time around. But I think once you adjust your thinking there to be like the worst that can happen is you need to change their pants. And if it's number two, you might need to clean some stuff up, but you're probably used to that. You're a parent anyway. Probably the worst thing that happens is you run out of clothes. But in that case, particularly when you're surrounded by two other families, we had a lot of spares. Oh my um, gosh, that trip, we had so many accidents, but we just, you know, we did, we just started one hand washing and two, we just let the kids be naked at the campsite for a while until it, the episode was complete. <laughs> it just felt like, 
All right. I think we're good to put clothes back on. Another pro tip. If your kid's just in a bathing suit the whole weekend, is it wet from pee? Is it wet from water? We'll never know. It doesn't really make a difference at that point. And I feel like we just kept our little ones in bathing suits as much as we could and then give them a little rinse off at the end of the day and call it a day. Yeah, I think really the the main message here is that like we, there are lots of different ways to potty train. There are lots of great resources out there that kind of go through the steps of it. I think like Jen said, we both found that it was really about the parent's decision. And I know that's not necessarily something everyone is ready for. And, and sometimes there are other things going on with your kids that you, you they're not ready for p- potty training because of, you know, big changes in their life or um, different kind of parenting situations and that kind of thing. But when we decided to potty train, we were all in. We we're like, this is it. We're not going backwards on this. We're not getting back into diapers afterwards. Um, We're done with it. And, you know, once you've kind of made that decision and adjusted your thinking around what success looks like, success is you going out confidently with your kid, knowing that you can handle an accident. You can handle that cry from the kid, which happens right as you're going over like a massive bridge on a highway and they go, like, oh my gosh, we're we're in the middle of a high, like a six lane highway going over a bridge and it's, it's happening now. You know, so once you have the confidence to be able to deal with those situations, your kid is potty trained. So you don't have to change your life. You don't have to stay inside for weeks on end. You know, you can, particularly if you have your own sort of back garden, you can spend a lot of time out there. If it's a summer and you can time it for the summer, that's absolutely perfect. And wherever you go, Every single backpack, every single stroller, every single car that you have, if you have more than one car, we have just the one, um, you have spare pants everywhere. And once you kind of get used to that, everywhere you go, you take a spare pair of pants. It's not a big deal. It's just, it's just more washing, but you know, that's just life. You're probably doing a lot of washing anyway. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember when we went back to daycare that first week and I was like, nope, I'm not sending you any pull-ups because they were thinking about still putting pull-ups on at nap. And I was kind of like, nope, here's five pairs of clothes for today. And we had a um, like a pea pod mat that they could use in the crib and things like that. So if there was an accident at nap time, you know, it was kind of contained to nap. And I think the first two or three days, yeah, he was going through like three, four changes of clothes. But even by the end of the first week, those accidents were down to one a day and then none a day. And I think part of it was just that commitment to like, nope, we're just not sending any more diapers to daycare because I know at daycare it can be challenging and there's lots of kids. And so are they going to get them in and out of pull-ups during the day? Is it accidentally going to get left on until pickup? Like I know how busy and overworked those staff are. So by just making it easier, I just told them like, I don't mind doing the laundry. So it doesn't matter to me, pile the laundry in. If I need to wash bedding every single day for this week, I will happily do it because we'll get it done faster in the long run. Um, And it's been I guess we're coming up to, I think for both of us, about like eight months, eight, nine months since, you know, at the time of this recording to the time of that Manning Park camping trip story. And I barely think about bringing extra pairs of pants anywhere. Like, I think they probably still exist in a lot of places, but I'm not like to Kate's point. I never think about it. I'm not concerned. Um, You know, I think it's kind of like the odd accident probably still happens, but it's so rare few and far between now that it's not a major concern in our life anymore. You know, that being said, today, my kid was homesick, had a major nap in the middle of the day and definitely peed through all the bedding. So those kinds of accidents can still happen even now. Uh, but I think definitely the, the getting outside with your kid while potty training, if you're able to just, it just helps you just weather the storm, whatever that storm is going to look like for you. We'll link to some of the uh, books and other methods that we, that we really liked. Like I said, you, it's like everything with parenting, you look for the sort 
bit of advice that resonates with you and that doesn't make you feel deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> That's always a good tip. Um, and we'll also link to some of those items, like particularly that little pot at plus that I had. I really liked that. I found it really helpful, particularly with um, with girls. And yeah, we'd love to hear how you go when you're potty training outside with your kids. Hopefully it doesn't stop you from getting outside, doesn't stop all those, you know, hiking and camping adventures that we've been able to go on while our kids have been potty training. Um, and eventually your mindset just changes to like accidents are part of life. You're not failing. You didn't do a terrible job at potty training your kid. That's just, they're still learning. Yeah, perfect. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Get Outside With Kids. And we'd love to hear your feedback. Send us a DM on what you'd like to hear in an upcoming episode or if you have a question, ask us and we'd love to answer it live for you here on Get Outside With Kids.